Hey, everybody, and welcome to season three. I'm so excited to present this special edition podcast to you. This podcast features Lori Petty, who's directing a show that Ashley Griffin, my friend, wrote and is also starring in. So Ashley, Lori, and I got to sit down and talk in a studio in New York City on a 12-degree day, and it could not have been more fun. Just so that you guys know ahead of the podcast, and you'll hear it also at the end, trial goes up the 11th through the 28th of January, and it runs Thursday through Sunday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday shows are at 8 p.m. Sunday is at 3, and you can visit www.thml.com. Dot org slash trial. Again, that's www.thml.org slash trial. And the show opens in New York City. We are here in super cold New York City. Like, really it's vile really cold. cold. It's like, what is it, Shay? 12? 12. Well, that's but awful. feels like, that's what I really like when they say that. Feels like zero. <laughs> You know, and you haven't, you're just still wet and naked from the shower going, I'm going out there. Yes, <laughs> and I can't wait. This Virginia boy is very confused. <laughs> um, so we are here at the studio talking about trial with our most repeated guest on the show. Am I? Yeah. Do you have that distinction You now? do. Yay! Because you're on every season. I love it. <laughs> every season. I absolutely love Gotta it. keep turning out products. Listen, you can't stop. So... Can't oh stop, my gosh! Stop. The last one that we t- can't stop. That's a yeah. good shirt. I'm gonna make it for you. Um, the last show that we talked about was Snow, mm-hmm. and I had read the script before we did the interview. And I, you sent it to me, and I was like, Snow, Snow White, it's gonna be great. Disney, love it. Went through it and had a great conversation with you on the phone because I was mind blown as to how insane. It was. Mm -hmm. And so now we're back with Ashley Griffin, and we are talking about trial. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about trial. And Um, I will get to everybody else in the room in just a second. I guess I'll give my little elevator pitch. Um, Trial was written before Snow. Um, It takes place in an afterlife that's represented as a corporate office building. So, like, heaven is the upper level and hell is the lower level and all that. And it's about a girl um, named Kay... Um, Kafka references for those of you okay. who are as big of nerds as me, um, who died when she was 15 and she's been waiting for 12 years for her paperwork to go through corporate bureaucracy so that she can move on. And one day she's approached by somebody from upper management um, who tells her that the person who was indirectly responsible for her death has just died and the state of their soul is in question. And when that happens, there's a trial on the Justice Department, in the Justice Department. And somebody basically from heaven is the defense. Don't tell them the whole story. I'm not. I'm not. Somebody from the lower level is the the prosecution. And the person they did the most harm to in life serves as judge and jury. Yeah, if you say it fast, it doesn't count. Okay. I'm not giving anything away. But but that's the setup for it. Um, There are elements of our town in it. There are lots of great twists. So so it deals with a lot of... um, Deep issues and topics, and I, I won't. I won't say anything else about it. But that's the. You can say anything you want. It's your. You wrote it, but I'm just trying to tell you. You know, just leave the people wanting more. They're all actually fairies, and it takes place in Halloween Town. Oh, okay. And I have written the music, everybody. Yes. Um. So, leave them wanting more. You have a brilliant director. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Very brilliant director. Mm-hmm. Lori, tell us about you and what you are doing and life and all the things. Just tell you all the things? Everything. We want to know it all. I say we like there's a million people giving this interview. It's just <laughs> yeah. me. But 
makes me sound like I have a teen. Oh, I, I, well, you know, I live in Venice Beach, California since 1990, since we made Point Break 27 years ago. Isn't it astonishing yes. how young I look right now? You look amazing. Isn't it? We're just you are young. <laughs> you are young. Oh, well, I, I, I'm 25 times blinder than you are, but yeah, that's why I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> trying to tell you. My eyes decided that, you know, everyone sees two things because you have two eyes. Mm-hmm. But one eye is the boss of the other. My eyes decided about 10 years ago they're both the boss. Oh. Yeah. So I really have to wear glasses. So... I know. It just adds to my level of comfort and ease <laughs> in life in general. So, yes, I live in Venice, and Ashley called me and said, would you come direct this play? And I said, yes. And because in not only reason, but a reason is, uh, New York, there's, like, actually not, um, there's actually nothing going on in L.A. Like, in from Thanksgiving until after Sundance, mm-hmm. if you don't have a job, you ain't getting a job, you know? Right. Like, that's the end of that. So I thought, wow, I'll get to go work and have fun with my friend and and uh, direct this play. So I said yes. Oh, and one of my friends says to me, she's a very close friend, very famous friend, very awesome friend. We had lunch the other day, and she says, what made you think you could do that? And I go, what are you talking about? This is a friend of 27 years, right? Um, and she, I said, what do you mean? I've directed television. I've directed movies. I've been an actress for 30 years. I mean, of course I could do this. And she goes, but that's so awesome that you just know you can do it. <laughs> and she, I, she goes, that's what makes people not, like, fulfill their dreams or not do what what they want. Like, they're laying on their deathbed. They're lying on their deathbed, and they're saying, oh, I wish I would. Well, you just do it, you know? So... I'm so thankful and happy. Even when I wake up freezing cold and got to schlep to the train and go down the train and then get attacked by, like, you know, a bunch of 10th graders who love oranges and the black. And then I'm like, but I have to be nice. And then schlep over here in the freezing cold with all my crap. And then going, I'm always going, "Ah, phone, wallet. Uh, mittens, uh, uh, <laughs> shit, headphones, uh, I mean, really, like, all that stuff goes in my car in L.A., right? Right. We, we people don't have cars. No. Why don't, I don't know, whatever. So, yeah, so it's, it's, but, oh, but by the time I get here, take off all this mountain of clothes, and then go in the bathroom and take off the, 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 the Puma, um, stocking things I have on under these pants, and then put all my clothes back on again. About 15 minutes later, I'm so happy because I've got these seven brilliant humans who just want to be great. Like, that's all they want. And I'm there to help them and and watch them and love them. And so we'll rehearse for six hours and, you know, you're just hoping you have more time and more time and more time. Right. It's not doesn't make you tired. It doesn't make you mad. It doesn't make you anything as long as you keep drinking water and tea and... <laughs> Because that's another thing I noticed about New York. People don't eat. No. People just work. Yep. But you have to eat food. I mean, I have Sour Patch Kids. Does that count? Yeah, you have Sour Patch Kids. I see what you're eating. So <laughs> I, I went to the to the grocery store this morning on my way to work, and I'm like, okay, two avocados, <laughs> you know, some blueberries. Oh, well, you've got um, good stuff. 
I well, see yeah, it. I have to because I, I just have, have like the sugar. Make it like, go. Get <coughs> oh no, I bought I bought a big carton of stevia, which is like okay. fake fabulous sugar. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, so I'm here because I'm super, super, super um, thankful and happy to be doing this. I directed a just a stage reading at um, MTC with the uh, Ashley and <laughs> who I found out later. Um, were also Tony Award winning actors. (laughs) That was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. Surprise. Crazy. So I'm thankful to be here and and we're going to make it happen. It's awesome. We have to paint the stage yet, but we will do that too. (laughs) We'll get there. So what is it like to direct the author of your project? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, uh, well, you know, it's funny is, is that, Ashley is so... She wrote the script. And so she's very familiar with the script. And so she knows everybody's part and everybody's lines. Except her own. No, I'm teasing. That was was just out there. I had... I mean, I just set my own self up for a joke. What could I do? It was a big, fat, juicy one. I just Couldn't help it. Yeah, she knows everyone. For those of you at home, her face got really red and her jaw (laughs) dropped. And now she's looking through a script right now. Um, So... uh, so, you know, I have to remember that Ashley is functioning also as the star of the show and not in and, and there's six other people whom I, who I'm all, all of them I'm, I'm I'm you know, I'm on top of them all. And I'm not always on top of Ashley because I'm like, oh, she knows what she's doing. And because here's the thing, actors, I'm one, so I can say this. Actors, oh my lord Jesus. If you talk to one of them, you gotta talk to all of them because <laughs> they're like, well, I wonder what she said to him. What if she said to him? What if I? What if I? And I'm not talking about my actors. I'm talking about all <laughs> actors. Okay. So if you start talking to one of them, you're like, shit, I didn't talk to that other one. He's gonna go home and go, Lori hates me. And I'm like, no, I don't hate you. Um, <laughs> but it's not my actors. It's all actors. So I need to. I need to actually, because um, Ashley and I have been working so diligently to get this put up because it's a very low budget and so there's a lot of work to do and there's a lot of things that need to be done like right now this minute in our hearts and our minds that maybe aren't in the hearts and minds of others who think oh no you can have that on Friday and it's like yeah but it's Tuesday and I want it and they're like no you'll get it Friday I'm like I understand that but it's Tuesday and I want it you know so we make it you know what I mean right so we just can't help it you know right or wrong we can't help it so I have I I love directing the writer because she's super open to uh, another point of view, you know. Or I'll I'll she'll do something like three times in a row, and I'll think maybe she won't do that again. Maybe she won't do that again. Okay, Ashley, stop doing that. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> so we. She's no, now flipping pages through her script. But have, <laughs> no, but we have a shorthand, mm-hmm. and 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 I yeah. Can, oh yeah, we started out with with Ashley speaks Lori. She understands. Yeah. So I'm not really as mean as it sounds. <laughs> I just tell people to stop doing that as opposed to doing a, a, a you know, a paragraph of how fabulous you're so talented and so wonderful. And I'm so thankful that you're here. And could you not pick your nose during that thing? <laughs> Although I love when you pick your nose on the other points in the script. <laughs> so it's like very condensed. Like yeah. Just yeah. Cut it out. Yeah. Lori Code is just, yes, no, stop it. Sit down. What? Sit down. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, why use more words? Right. There's no reason. It's business, you know. Yeah, exactly. Why are you standing? Oh, yeah. Remember that time I turned? Yeah. Okay, so there's seven people in the show. So I'm looking to my left, and I'm watching this action. 
go on. And as I look to my right, Ashley and this man are kissing. And I go, why are you kissing? Stop kissing. <laughs> and they're just, you know, they're just rehearsing. They're not kissing in real life. They're just doing things. In real life. I'm like, yeah. get in your chair where you go. It was so funny. <laughs> it's because you, you can't see everything at once. Well, we're also this show takes place kind of in the round, so yeah. that's another right. It's it's got you. focus and stuff. Oh my yeah. Gosh. So my back is to these people who are Ashley was when I left her crying on the floor, and then I turned back and she's kissing a boy. And I'm like, <laughs> did you get bored? What happened? She no more tears left. <laughs> That's not true. I will say that's one thing you can never say. Right, exactly. You are. You can cry copious amounts of tears. Oh, Jesus Lord. Yeah. No, it's one of those. I don't don't know. It's one of those things where I'm like, I'm not going to do it full out this time. I'm going to like take Mm -hmm. it. I'm just going to do it. We're just going to log, and and it's every 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 time. Oh no, that's what I when I when I teach or when I coach actors, and they'll always this they'll always do this. They'll always come to me with, Lori, this scene. I have to cry in this scene, and I'm so nervous. This like 99% of actors, <laughs> and I'm so nervous that I'm not going to be able to cry. I shouldn't give you my. I have. A, I have a trick. Ashley doesn't need a trick. Here's your trick. <laughs> Here's the trick. So I have him read it. Just, just read it. So then the second time I'm like, all right, we're going to act. I'm going to be the other guy. You be the guy. Don't fucking cry. Don't cry. Whatever. Do not cry. Right. <laughs> what happens? They're sobbing at the beginning of the whole thing. No, because they take that away and just say the truth of the words. And that's the thing about Ashley's beautiful words um, is that, you know, just say them. Like when when we were auditioning people, there's a certain, there's many monologues that are astonishing and that are make you cry well but you know i am in the penny marshall school of directing which is you laugh you cry you laugh you cry you laugh you cry Mm -hmm. so it's not going to be all murder Mm -hmm. there's some joyful murder yep (laughs) right so no it's not joyful murder the show does open with the worst joke ever told yeah no there's a lot of laugh there's a lot of laughter but um now see i got off on a tangent i forgot what i was saying so uh crying ashley yeah. Oh, the so. one the one speech about just saying the words. Oh, yeah. So we were auditioning people, and there's a speech of another actor has, and I, I said, look, if these if whomever comes in here says these words and doesn't cry, they're not hired, because you just <laughs> have to say them. If you read them, I don't know if you're an actor or not, but if you read them, you'd start crying. Like, so you just suck as an actor. It's like <laughs> it's like you suck or you're great. Those are the two things. Yeah, nothing in between. Nothing. Yeah. No, there's absolutely <laughs> nothing in between. It's not like, he was okay. Let's hire him. <laughs> you either have it or you don't. <laughs> right. So we have seven brilliant actors. Yeah. So who are your actors? Tell me all about them. Um, there's me. Um, there's Ashley there's Griffin. <laughs> um, we have... Oh, I'm going to butcher their last names. I don't remember everybody's last name. Um, Malcolm Stevenson, who... Plays. I, I was going like, to tell you who everybody plays, but you don't. You don't know who these characters are, so it makes I, no difference. I'm so excited! Thank you. I don't know everybody's last name yet, so thank you. So we have Malcolm Stevenson, who um, I've gotten to work with a couple times now, and he's wonderful. He's so good. He has so much to do. Yeah, that poor guy. And I know. And I tell him. Is there anyone like, in the show that's <laughs> like, oh, you got it easy? Right. Exactly. Even no. even the little, little one. No, and Malcolm, I'll I, I'll have like five key, key words for him, and I'll be like, no, do it, boom, do it, boom, do it, boom, do it, boom. Yeah. poor baby. Wow. He's so yeah. good though. He's so good. We would if they could if they couldn't do it, then we yeah. wouldn't hire him. 
Um, we have George Drantz, who I've been a fan of for a really long time. I met him doing a reading and have been desperately wanting to work with him ever since. And this was the first time that it worked out. And he's phenomenal. He's also the artistic director of the Magis Theatre Company, okay. which is great. Check it out. Um, we have the incredible Jennifer Borellis. She's ridiculous. She's ridiculous. She came in to read, and I, and I said to the room after she left, I go, I have to go talk to her, and we don't need to see any more girls like this for this, for this character. <laughs> and I went outside, and I said, we have to see more girls like this, but you're my number one choice, and just don't go anywhere, and I'd hope that you would just sit here for two days. But that's okay. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah. She's that good. She's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, we have Gisela Adisa, who's also brilliant. I mean, everybody's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. we got like our freaking first choice yeah. cast. Everyone, awesome. everyone. Yeah, when and Gisela walked out, we were like, "Thank the Lord!" Yeah, because she was awesome. just so good. Yeah, um, we have Jate Lawrence, who her older sister Una Lawrence, who people might know from Matilda. Um, she played this role when we did it at Manhattan Theater Club. Okay, and Jate is amazing and delightful when. Like, everyone's yeah. ridiculous. They're yeah. just a giant love fest. Um, and we have Ryan Clardy, who people will, will probably will recognize yeah. from your podcast. And did and did we get everyone? And then I have a brilliant understudy named Mallory Hill. Oh, yeah. wonderful, awesome. and it's been a joy to have in the room. Mallory Hill. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So what is it like to watch the process of your words come to life? Um... Well, it's it's interesting because it's I think it's going to sound so pretentious to say, but every piece is kind of a new living thing. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly not my you know first time at bat having my work developed in a significant way. But every piece is different, and this this play is probably has had the longest gestation of any of my work. The, I wrote the original draft in nine days in two thousand and eleven. And it's had a lot of... Everybody, she can write her first draft in nine days, and I can't write my first song in a month. Uh, Well, I wrote Snow in nine days, too. Good gracious. Um, And it's had a lot of development. It's sort of been through the development circuit. It's had a lot of readings. And it just, it it has gotten to the point where we we just couldn't do another reading. We had to get it on its feet, Mm because it's a very, all, all of my words, it's a very physical show. It's very verbal, but it's very physical. So this piece... Um, we're certainly discovering it, obviously, but it feels a little bit less discovering what the thing is and more discovering it on its feet specifically because mm-hmm. on the page it's gotten to a really, really solid place. Um, but it's it's delightful and it's wonderful having collaborators and it's really, really special working with Lori. It, no, it is. It's been a dream of mine to work with Lori for it's a long time. It's special like when you call someone special at school. No. <laughs> no, it's not. And I feel like I should tell the story of how Lori came to work on the project. Please but, do. Okay, so I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to move out of the sun because Great. I'm a little blind. Oh. And I'm slight, I'm starting to sweat and it's kind of I know. It's, like, it's kind of odd, so isn't that. it? I'm, no, I'm just thinking we started this Ooh. whole thing. About, it's so cold outside. I'm going to move out of the sun. Like, oh, no, it's <laughs> not. beating in here. It is happening and it keeps dropping. Yeah. So I've obviously been a fan of Lori's for a really, really long time, and I mean, a fangirl out in like you know a league of their own. It's like one of those movies that like made my life growing up. And so I've always been a big fan of hers. But then um, you, you did your episode of Orange Is the New Black, your yes. first one, and I saw it, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's phenomenal. I, I'm not familiar with what she's been doing the past couple of years. I should check this out. And so I Googled you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Neil Gaiman song called I Google You that's amazing. Google me, Barbara. It's great. 
Um, and <laughs> the first things that came up was the poker house, which, mm-hmm. if people aren't familiar, is a truly brilliant film that Laurie co-wrote and directed. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I should check this out. So I watched it, and it... I mean, it's just a spectacular film in its own right, but what really struck something in my heart about it is Poker House is for Lori what Trial is for me, Mm -hmm. meaning that they're both very personal stories in a very specific way, and I found out that it was autobiographical, and Lori and I share some similar experiences growing up. And I just... It was just like one of those... Like rare, like kind of love at first sight things where you just sort of know. I was just like, I don't know this person, but like she needs to direct my play. Like I just, I just know. And so I just got really bold. And the same thing we were talking about before about just being bold and asking. And I wrote you a letter and was like, Hey, you don't, you don't know who I am, but this is who I am. And I really admire you. And I watched Poker House and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, this is my play. It is for me what Poker House is to you. And I would be honored if you would just even consider reading it. But I just. You may think I'm crazy, but I just feel like you're the person who has to direct this play. And two weeks later, I get like a phone call being like, hey, we're in a re-meeting. And I was very excited. And then we met, and we had a really great meeting. And, um, I mean, not only... I mean, Laurie's obviously a brilliant actor and a brilliant director, but I felt like there was also just sort of a kinship. And for me, it was also the first time meeting somebody who had gone through some of those things as well, and that was incredibly special for me. Um, and this is this is a play that needs somebody who understands that. Because I've had wonderful directors who have worked on development before. Lori came along. They're all wonderful. Um, without sounding sexist about it by any means, um, it has been a lot of men who are very unfamiliar with the themes inherent in the play. And I love men. I have incredible men in my life who are some of my favorite collaborators I've ever worked with. I love working with men. But with this piece specifically, it was just... It was, it was just a different thing having Lori come on it because Lori just knows and gets it. Um, and so then it just felt like this really special kinship. Um, and then we did, we did a lot of development. We did readings and worked on it and had a lot of um, talking about it. And then we did the reading at Manhattan Theater Club, and then it came to this. But, yeah, Lori's incredible and super special. And if you're not familiar with all of her body of work, please please check it out, because she's, she's really spectacular and she's a brilliant director as well, and please watch The Poker House, because it's just it's the, ki- it's the kind of art that needs to exist, and it's the kind of stories that need to be told um, And it's on iTunes ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's you on can, Amazon Prime okay. too. It's on Amazon Prime? It's on Amazon Prime. Awesome! And you can, it's not Thank in- you Amazon Prime! And it's not instant streaming on Netflix, but you can get the DVD on Netflix um, but you, you what? You get the DVD on Netflix. Can you still do that? Yeah. Oh. I get DVDs. <laughs> well, shoot. I just got Jodie Foster's Nell in the mail. I'm very excited to watch <laughs> yes. that with yes. all of my free time. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and it's it's the kind of story that I'd, I'd never seen that story told in art before, and that both made me really happy and really angry. Thank you so much. Yeah. That was so awesome. Yeah. I had gone to the bathroom. What did she say about me? (laughs) (laughs) She said you are the best. (laughs) So, from Manhattan Theater Club to now, how much has your show changed? Not a lot, I don't think, because we've done a lot of development up until then. I think by the time Manhattan Theater Club came around, it was just little tweaks. Well, uh, yes, and, yes, and... So that's acting words. Yes, and watching it, watching it come to life. I mean, that's a 
that's a queer way of saying it, but watching it come to life, watching people do it, watching people live it, watching people, and, you know, putting it on its feet, all those stupid things. Um, it's so cool because then it becomes its own tower, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then, you know, some days you have to, like, some days we do all this characters rehearsals, all these character scenes, and we do all this character scenes. Mm-hmm. Well, then when you put the puzzle together, because I've never directed a play, and, I mean, I was only in one in my life. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, Tracy Letts, you know. Right. And, but still. Um, I did, uh, uh, what was it called? Killer Joe. Killer Joe um, off-Broadway for okay. Tracy Letts. You know, I'm always one away from that Pulitzer, so I'm thinking it's this one. <laughs> you know, it's just this one we need to get. We'll yeah. Just, we'll do it this time. Yeah. So, uh, it's just so cool then after putting after seeing all this and then seeing on directing all this and directing all this and directing all these things directing all these things and then just starting from the beginning and letting them go and then yelling at them and telling them to sit down or you know whatever <laughs> but uh, watching them go and just and watch them take from the previous scene which they've never seen before because they weren't here on that day you mm-hmm. know so now putting it all together mm-hmm. and watching it become one one animal not two legs and a trunk and a, you know right the old story of the elephant yeah. you know five people touch elephant they all say it's something different well then you put then you open your eyes and you're like wow it's the elephant <laughs> so now we have the elephant so that's yeah. very fun and I'm going to say something about Lori's directing because <laughs> for all your teasing about it um, Lori is one of the greatest directors I've ever seen. Oh, Lord. With. No, it's true. Thank you. And you keep being a little self-depreciating about not having done a play before, but directing is directing. I mean, you right. you know, there's little things about, like, this, this is what the lights do in the theater, right. you know. But, um, but the thing that I really value about Lori, and it's interesting because I've been thinking about my some of my drama training, having worked with Lori... Um, no, I, no, I, ruined, the, I ruined your drama. No, training. no, no. In the opposite way, because because I'm realizing, and I don't mean anything bad, because I had wonderful drama training. But some of the disservice that you get in in in, in drama school to a degree, because the thing that Lori does that's great is um, everyone that you cast, you believe in, and you trust, and you love them. And so there's this, I mean, I don't know, maybe some of this is coming from me because I also know you and I'm friends with you, so I'm not scared around you, but, um, (laughs) but there's a feeling in the room of we all like each other. We all know we're all talented. So there's no feeling of like, oh, I got to prove myself. I got to prove that I belong here. Like we're, we're all good. We all belong. And you create such a safe space that's very nurturing and when you say like oh I just like say a word it's like yeah but it's like it's the perfect word and it's supportive and it's the like you know what you're doing mm-hmm. just do, do it do, 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 do the thing <laughs> do the thing and and for for me for me personally you know I'm I'm doing I'm trying the things and you know when you look at me like and, and I'll, I'll just be like oh the thing that I'm a little scared just do it okay I got it and you're really great about checking in with actors in a really lovely way and it's it it for me it creates the most I mean that's the reason that I'm like crying in rehearsal like so early like all day like, yeah and I um, and I got check on her I'm like are you doing are yeah. you all right yeah I'm fine <laughs> okay you're a little gray <laughs> your skin did, maybe you'd like some water <laughs> with some sugar in it because <laughs> you look a little gray 
Well, but for me, the reason I can, I, it's because you've created a safe space. Yeah, of course. And that it's extraordinary actors that it feels like, it feels like I got drafted onto like the greatest sports team ever. Yeah. Because you know you can like serve the thing yeah. and it's going to come back really great. So, so you know that you can bring it, you know yeah. you have great partners, and you know you have a wonderful person at the helm that it just feels like a safe space. And mm-hmm. especially with a kind of show like this, if you don't right. have a safe space, it's right. going to be a disaster. But it's it's a joy. I've never had an experience where, like, from day one, it felt like a family. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't that, like, we're going to bond, and by opening night, oh, it's going to be like a family. No, it was like a family from, like, the second right. we walked in a room. Right. There was that trust. There was that love. Everybody just wants the piece to be good. And it is one of the most joyful re- – I mean, in the heart of such a, an intense show, it's one of the most joyful rehearsal processes I've ever, I've ever had. I keep thinking about Cassie from A Chorus Line. Like, yeah. I just want so – it's like every morning I wake up and I'm like, I just want to spend all day in this rehearsal room yeah, like every so day. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm, you know, sobbing and crying my heart out and, like, exhausted. But I, it's – it's it, this is why you want to become an actor is mm-hmm. to be in rehearsal rooms like this. That's it's really, amazing. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's – what you were talking about, you reminded me of when – my first film was Cadillac Man. Mm-hmm. I had never done any any movies. Yeah. And I'm opposite one of the greatest actors, Robin Williams, right? Just me and him, right? <laughs> Just me and him, and I'm in, you know, a G-string and a bra and, yeah. So people are saying to me, all my friends are saying to me, oh, my God, aren't you freaking out? Aren't you scared? Aren't you looking to lose your mind? Oh, my God, aren't you so nervous? And I'm like, no, I'm thrilled because I get to work with the A team. I don't want you want to work with a crappy actor. You want to work with a great actor. I want to work with a great actor because you know what? They pull you up to that goddamn level. Period. Yeah. And if you were, I don't care who you are. If you're De Niro, if you're who, if you're Meryl Streep, and you're working with someone who sucks, Meryl Streep is going to suck. Because you just you just find you just <laughs> you sink or float to right. you know that level, and so I'm being I'm very serious. There's not a weak link in this in this so chain, awesome. so that's really awesome. People work differently now, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, as a director, I have to indulge everyone's idiosyncrasy. Idiosyncrasy, whatever the fuck that was. Idiosyncrasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've talked to this. Um, I have to indulge, you know, but people indulge me. I mean, you know, right. so we all do that for each other, and we we should all do that for each other at all times. Well, you also create a really great environment of trust because, you know, you'll tell us when something isn't working, but you also tell us when something's really great, yes. and that really doesn't always happen. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I feel very free to to just do stuff. And, Anything. And fail or not, and, right. and that I trust your eyes. Yeah. And a lot of times I've been an actor in a space where I feel like I'm kind of having to function as my own director a little bit too because right. no one's really watching mm-hmm. me um, and having to sort of self-edit a little bit. So it's really great to be like, I'm going to do a thing. And you're like, that was brilliant. That, don't do that. I'm great. Yeah. I think yeah. size is also a great thing too because I'm having music directed a bunch of musicals with these gigantic casts. Yeah. I can only focus on six people at a time because right. you're in front of me and I'm not listening to everybody right. else. So then you have an assistant that like listens to the ensemble. But with the six people, I think it's really nice to be able to have that one on one time when you can have it, which I think is great. And I, I can watch, I can watch, like say, say you're speaking, um, and there's five other people on stage, and I can watch how everyone on stage is taking in this information and how they're creating their lives through their behaviors without upstaging or drawing focus, but they're still 
actively participating in the show, and that just adds to what I have to tell tell them or mm-hmm. what you know. Yeah. Don't do that. Do that. If you do that, you're drawing focus. Don't do that. That happened to me when I did Killer Joe, because <laughs> I didn't know, right? <laughs> so there are these two guys talking on the stage, and I'm in the kitchen, and I don't have any lines, but the guys, you know, over there do. And the stage is small, and we're in a trailer, right? I was born in a trailer in real life in Chattanooga, Tennessee, so this was very homecoming to me. <laughs> so I'm standing in the trailer, and there's, like, everyone gets murdered, and I, except me. So that was Spoilers, pretty Lori. close. I put the trailer to Killer Joe. Oops. So, yeah, that's Killer Joe, not our show. So <laughs> I'm standing in the kitchen, and I have, and it's a violent show, play. And so I, oh, and I'm in the kitchen... Well, I'm looking in my purse because I'm just in my, my my side, almost my back to the audience, and I'm just looking in my purse. Well, Tracy happened to be there that night. And after the show, he goes, the fuck were you doing <laughs> in the kitchen? I go, when? He's like, when you were going through your purse. And I go, well, I mean, I'm in the kitchen. What am I supposed to do? Like, I, you know, because he'd been gone and he came back. And... I go, I don't know what I was supposed to do. I'm in the kitchen and they're talking. He goes, people are thinking you're going for a gun and you're going to shoot everyone. He's like, don't. <laughs> He's like, you're, up, you're upstaging them. I go, I don't know how not to upstage people. That is not my fault. <laughs> but it was very funny. So, yeah, I'm, I'm conscious of that now that I got yelled at by Tracy Lett. Um Well, the show also has a really great ensemble feeling because yes. for, like, 90% of the show, everyone mm-hmm. is on stage. Mm-hmm. And it's in the round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it feels very communal. And, sorry, th- w- w- the reason I was referencing drama school before is just because I feel like sometimes when you're in school and you're thrown with, like, these 30 people and they give you right. the whole spiel about, like, this is going to be your support system and you're all going to trust each other. And it's like... No, and, right. and and in all honesty, I feel like this is like the best drama school because I've made the best leaps forward as a writer and a performer when I really am in a truly safe space mm-hmm. where it is an ensemble feel as opposed to sort of a facsimile of that right. where you're supposed to be feeling that way, but well, not you, always. You know I went on YouTube. You know I went on YouTube. Like, how to direct a play. You know, I did that. <laughs> did you really? I totally did that. Did you really? Oh, yeah. And there's like all this David Mamet on there. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was like, well, you're just mean, David Mamet. You're just mean. Yeah, because he was like being so mean to his actors during rehearsal. I was like, don't do that. Okay, I'm not doing that. So then you go to Sam Mendes. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. Oh, no, well, the Sam Mendes was, I was was messing with Lori because Lori was telling me she's watching all these YouTube videos. And I'm like, oh, well, did you ever hear that story from the inside the actor's studio with Sam Mendes and Kate Winslet? Like, you should try that in rehearsal. Oh, yeah. And it's the one about the crazy improv where he's like the dog who's dying. I'm like, yeah, the first day. That's what we always do in the theater. (laughs) Oh God! Oh, I was dying, and then it, then it was like then you then you then it, this YouTube is just awesome with pull a bunch of bullshit. It's right? terrifying. So, at the same time. so I so one of them said one good exercise <laughs> on your first because I'm thinking about the first day of the read through, yeah. right? Because we have like four hours, it only takes an hour and fifteen minutes to read this damn thing, right? So what are you supposed to do for two and a half hours? So and I'm really thinking this, so. It goes, sometimes it helps to have people read other people's roles. I'm like, hell no! Oh, no, that, this is when that came, this is that came, because we were talking about what to do on the first day, and I'm like, well, no. I was throwing things out, and I'm like, well, you know what the Royal Shakespeare Company, like when David Tennant did 
Hamlet, for, I'm terrible, I can't remember who that director is, but he's a very famous director, works at the RSC a lot. I'm like, well, he has a thing for the entire first week. They do table work, but you're not allowed to read your own role or talk about your own role. And there's interviews online with David Tennant really being like, this was amazing, it elucidated all oh, this. that's like, just masturbating. Like, that's well, masturbating <laughs> in that public. That terrifying. Yeah, that's some Harvey Weinstein shit. <laughs> don't do that. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Season three, everybody, we're here. David Tennant loved it. (laughs) So you've gotten to work with the best of the best in the business. Yes, And who do you pull from when you come to a project? (sighs) Wow. Um, wow. If anybody. I know. I mean, well, everybody, you know, look, it's uh, Jennifer Lawrence. um, I cast Jennifer Lawrence in The Poker House. It was her first movie, her very first film. And she played me. In her very first film, and she, <laughs> they sent me her. Um, I'm going to bring this back to your question. They sent me the DVD. I was on location already, and I had hired Chloe Moretz because I was like, "This girl is going to be the world's greatest actress. She's astonishing." And she was ten, and I was like, "No, no." And I'm like, "I will cast the world around this person." Well, then they send me. Uh, they said, "Well, we've got this girl, Jennifer Lawrence," and I said. Well, I, I didn't look at that tape because she's 5'9", and, you know, she weighs 130 pounds, which is beautiful and perfect, you know, and gorgeous and softly lovely. And, but she's the mother... She's 15-year-old, too. Well, but the mother is Selma Blair, who's 5 feet tall and weighs 90 pounds of dripping wet. Ah. So I'm going, okay, 5 feet tall and 5'9", and weighs 1 pound and, you know, is a healthy, beautiful woman. Okay, I can't do this. They, they can't, no. <laughs> and so she goes, Lori, look at the DVD. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. So I look at the DVD and I was like, God damn it, there's a movie star. Because that's the thing. It's, you can smell them. Mm-hmm. You can just smell them. You're like, oh, Lord. And I just, in the minute I met her, I was like, well, you're a movie star. You're hired. And that's been my whole life. It's where you do... You can feel it, and so the people that I've worked with, they stay with me, and, and I can, I can conjure them up at any mm-hmm. time because of that. That you know, they call it it. Well, I just think it's like knowing, because I mean, you know, we're all just, we're just different, um, we're just different forms of God, all of us. And there are some people that it just comes out brighter. It just happens. They don't have anything to do with it. It just mm-hmm. comes out that way. So the people with all this light you know, that uh, have been in my life, you know, and I'm like, come here, come here, come here. And, you know, there are there are people like that. And so those people always stay with you. You know, Gregory Hines was one of my best friends in my life. And, you know, he's with me every day. And it's just people like that. It's just magic. When there's magic, there's magic. And mm-hmm. you just carry them around with you. That's so cool. And I have to also just add, I'm really honored to be an actor in this piece because it, it was not me coming to being like, here's my piece and right. I'm going to play this role. <laughs> right. Um, it really wasn't. It, um, Lori's the one who brought it up and I legitimately was like, um, I can or I cannot and here's what I think oh, the yeah. pluses and minuses are of both and it's, it's your call. Whatever you want to do is fine. Right. And um, Lori was the one who really believed in me playing it and so I'm incredibly honored like deeply honored by it um and take it as a real responsibility um because I obviously I do enjoy being in my own work when it's the right thing but I'm certainly like not about doing it just to do it um so 
I was cast in this show just as much as anybody else was. Mm-hmm. And so uh, having that trust from Lori. Well, yeah, huge. and you know, we did see people. We did. Uh, yeah, not for you, did. but for your back, for your, yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. Understudy. <laughs> for your understudy. Yeah. Um, and well, and you've seen other people too. I mean, honestly, right. this is my first time really playing it. I read mm-hmm. it in like the very first like r- table read, like in 2011. Right. But other than that, I've taken a step back and I have never played the part. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, very. Well, and also, okay. yeah. And it's it's a hard it's it's a it's a hard part to play. It's not easy. All none of these roles are easy. All, every character, without giving anything away, every character plays more than one character. Okay. So that's a lot of work. And you know, and they come to me and go, "Well, am I so and so or am I so and so? And is there still some of so and so and so and so, or is all of so and so gone out of so and so? You know, and that time seven. You know, so I really have thirty wow. actors, and it's but it's fantastic, and they're all so good. And like you said, they all want to be good. And yeah. They, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I'm bringing my A game. You yeah. know, I, I haven't had anybody, you know, just be like, look, I'm tired today. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you don't get to be tired. No one has said that to me. I'm just saying, you know, it's not like a movie where a lot of times people are only caring about themselves and they're mm-hmm. only doing their thing. I mean, I, I've had people in very big stars in movies say, <laughs> like, what are you doing here? I go, what do you mean what am I doing here? I'm doing your off-camera. Yeah, oh, yeah, And they yeah. go, I don't need you. And I'm like, yeah. you just heard of what? No. Yeah. And I've seen people just say their lines. Mm-hmm. And not even have anyone read their off-camera. Like, no. Just say their line three different ways, and then say their next line three different ways, and say their next line three different And I watched it. I was like, huh, you don't know how fun this is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so interesting. So, gosh, my mind is blown, and I <laughs> am so confused and excited about your show, because there's, like, a huge hole of it that's missing. Right. It was that the is plot. a spoiler. So I'm, like, trying to figure out how to put it all together, but I can't, because I feel like you just threw me off with, like, everybody plays somebody else. I'm like, oh, God, it's not at all what I thought. Oh, and <laughs> um, it gets better. And then at the end, you realize nothing that you think is true is true. This is, I mean, I don't, I don't want this to sound, like, self-serving, but honestly, this is a play you're going to want to come see more than once, because right. once you know, and, like, the, tw- for like, the twist literally doesn't happen until five minutes before the end of the show. So... If you come back knowing that's like that, some Shonda Rhimes nonsense. And I, that's, that <laughs> um, is beautiful we'll take and it. frustrating. Yeah, we'll for take me it. All but, the if, same breath. but if you come back and see it again, the whole piece takes on a completely different <laughs> color, which is actually really interesting for me to play because I'm. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but I, I, I let's just say my character does is not aware of what the twist is, which is hilarious for me because I wrote it. <laughs> but um, I find it hilarious. Um, oh god, that must be that must kind of fuck you up. Well, but no, it's weird. I mean, my I just thought about that. My, no, my sort of aesthetic type in terms of the characters I tend to play are usually the sort of like out <laughs> clueless. No, <laughs> no, like like the Alice in Wonderlands, the Joan of Arcs, like the Little Mermaids, the like the Crusaders, like kind of magical fish out of water who mm-hmm. find them and whatnot. But I'm also a lot of times the creator of it, so I always. Think about the the C.S. Lewis quote. It's actually not a quote from him. It's from um, the Shadowlands about his relationship with Joy Davidman or Joy David. I can't remember her last name. It's Joy Gresham. Sorry. Um, where she says, "I can't tell if you'd rather be the um, child 
in the magic spell or the magician casting it, and I often find myself in the position of both simultaneously, which I find really ironic and fun. Watching Lori's obviously extraordinarily talented, and you should love her for all that. <laughs> but she's one of the most extraordinary human beings that I've ever met. And mm. if you ever get the opportunity to have an encounter with her or meet her, I would just highly recommend value the fact that you're meeting a really great person mm-hmm. and a really great human being because that's who she is. She's a, she's a human being. <laughs> um, and yes, I mean, she's done wonderful work and I'm sure she loves hearing that she's done wonderful work, but um, just value the fact that you're meeting one of the most extraordinary humans that you'll ever meet and, and treat it as such oh, with Lord. that. Thank you, my love. Yeah, no, it's true. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to put myself on the line because I don't know if you remember the story. Yeah. So we were talking about how she, uh, how Ashley approached you about her script. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how we met? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember my craziness? A little bit. Okay. So I did the same thing. You had directed a couple of my friends. Oh, in you a hadn't done the same oh, God, thing. It no, no, it wasn't. Oh, it you was. Were, you were because they were like five drafts of an email before I sent it. Aww. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And then I like went on Facebook. Oh gosh, what was it? It was well, well, it was the concert producer Fifty Four Below. I produced a concert Fifty Four Below last year of um, Broadway child Broadway performers who were now grown up and like reminiscing about their time on Broadway. And I like went on her website and literally like resumed it out. (laughs) That's called doing doing research. But then I like read the email before I sent it, and I was like. And this. No. <laughs> well, to be fair, never say yes. No. Well, to be fair, I edit a lot of my emails, but it's it's because I'm a writer, so I feel a lot of pressure. So I feel like if it's not, I written, felt pressure I'll... to not be crazy. No. That was no. that. So tell us where we can find your show. Tell us when and how and all the things. Great. Um, well, the website that you want to go to is thml.org. If you want to be faster, go backslash trial. THML is the wonderful theater company that's producing the show. And we run from January 11th through the 28th at the American Theater of Actors off-Broadway near Times Square on 54th Street. And, yeah, and there's lots of lovely press releases and stuff going up and search it. And it's up on my website, too. Awesome. What's your website? AshleyGriffinOfficial.com yes. because because yes. because AshleyGriffin.com is owned by a five year old who wouldn't sell me her domain name so it's nothing pretentious so I stole <laughs> I stole the idea from Emma I told you this, I stole it from Emma Watson because somebody owned EmmaWatson.com from when she was like ten that's right and when she had to set up her own website she did Emma Watson Official so I'm like I'm the theater Hermione Granger I will steal with Emma Watson <laughs> so Emma Watson if you're listening to this I want to meet you because <laughs> you're awesome that's so funny well and also on my Twitter which is at Lori Petty and then on my um, Instagram which is at Lori underscore Petty because there's actually another Lori Petty in the world and so it was, she's a real lady and that's P-E-T-T-Y <laughs> Y yeah. not yeah. Christine Petty which is P-E-T-I no Petty yeah. P-E-T-T-Y so I'm I'm just saying that on my Twitter and on my Instagram I'm always promoting the show and where you can get tickets and, yeah. and what we're doing. And awesome. Yeah. Also, if you just Google search Lori Petty comma trial, like a bunch of stuff pops up. Oh, good. Yeah, I should do that. I haven't done that. <laughs> no, don't ever Google yourself. Like, well, no, I mean about this show. Okay. What is something bad on there? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I've heard stories like from other like people in interviews that it's not a good idea. Oh, so. I don't care. 
There's also a lovely poster. I'm very excited. It's the first time I've ever been it's on a poster. Like my image is it's and my it's my back. Like you said, I directed your hands. You did. I no, directed Lori Art directed my hands and my hair. So my hair and hands look. Um, no, literally, my mom saw the poster and was like, "The position of your hands is really lovely." I'm like, "Lori, artistic directed." <laughs> your mom so said that. Did and she's like, "Your hair looks really good." I'm like, "Lori, I am fabulous." I'm like, Lori Art directed my poster, so. Um, yeah, so so just picture. I put Lori spit on my hand, she on did. my fingers, and I pressed her hair she down with did. spit. It was awesome. Yeah, so just picture Lori like just out of the picture, <laughs> like ready to like smooth my hair. Like my hair will never look that good again. So unless she smooths it down, unless she smooths it down, uh, you're hired. You're hired to be my assistant yes. for all photo shoots in the future. So happening. <laughs> I am appreciative to all of you for sitting down and chatting before rehearsal, which starts in like an hour. Half an hour. Half, half an, hour. an hour. Oh gosh, it is a half an so, hour. Thank you. Half thank hour. You, thank you. I gotta start crying in a half an hour. Yes, all right, drink a lot of water. Go mm. get your heart broken. Yeah, that, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. No, that's like my directions. <laughs> yeah, dude. Go yeah. get your heart broken. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Go get your heart broken. I'll yeah. see you in an hour. All that's right. Good. Thank you guys so Thank much. You. And have a fantastic rehearsal. And Thank I'll do you. all the editing later. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, baby.